The MomCast is brought to you by the YMCA of Central Ohio, Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! Hi, everybody. Michaela, Stacy, Greg, you over there too? I missed you guys. I wasn't with you last week, but it was a great show. Really had a lot of different opinions about entrepreneurs and moms kind of going out there and making it work for themselves. You guys did a good job. Thanks. I think it's kind of incredible what those women are able to do with their time and how they're able to use work-life integration. I really liked that, that that Delara Casey talked about work-life integration. I was exhausted just listening to those women. (laughs) Of course, it was the one show that I really wanted to speak my mind about staying at home. And I didn't get that chance to. I know. <laughs> Were I you thinking know. of me? Were you thinking, oh, Mindy yes. was here. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, it was a really good show. But that's the beauty of this show, too, is because everybody is different and everyone has a different opinion. And oh. it, whatever is right for one person or mom isn't necessarily right for the other and oh. vice versa. We're going to launch into that again today. I have oh, a feeling yeah, with this topic. I didn't know what a fidget was until you two told me about it within the last few weeks. So for, so what are these things for those people who don't know like me? And this is what we're going to break down today. Well, first of all, I didn't know either until my daughter came home and told me someone took her fidget. And I said, <laughs> someone, someone took, took your, your fidget. I said, what? I don't know you had a fidget. What's a fidget? <laughs> so then she told me it's something that helps you. We all have the mom. It's something that helps you focus. And hers at the time. You're talking about in school. Right. In right. school. At the time, hers was a little thing of silly putty that she could squeeze. And she said it actually helps everybody focus because it. I guess it's channeling your energy and you focus. But. She said the teacher switched it and it gave everybody different fidgets. And I'm like, how do I not know about this? Yeah. That these these even were part of what they're doing at school. I did not know. And so immediately I did what every good parent does and I Googled it. You Googled, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, on, on my end, I'm substitute teaching. Mm-hmm. And I would see these kids with these fidget fidgets. And a lot of times they're... A little piece of metal or plastic kind of mixed together with three different sides, kind of like a triangle. And it's a spinner. A spinner. And on the ends yeah. of it are wheels. And mm-hmm. you, and the middle part spins too. So you spin it. And so I would see these kids. And to me, it was very distracting. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to take that away from you. And the kid is like, oh, no, I'm allowed to have this. It helps me focus. And so the more I started to sub, the more I realized that some schools, some classrooms definitely allow it. Others do not. But it is growing, growing, growing. My kids both have them just because they think it's a fun toy. Right. It's just a toy to them. It looks and like a stocking stuffer. Like, that's what I think yeah, of when it do, I see these It looks these like things. a stocking stuffer. Yeah. And they can cost $150. What? My yes, kids got can. them for $2 How? each. What, what are you getting because for $150? Some of them bucks? Are, some of them are gold. Some of them are stainless steel. Some of them are like, they, they look like a Batman logo. Right. Um, they're all really, really different because now adults are using them. Too. And the idea is for kids who have ADHD, sometimes even it, it just different things where they're having trouble focusing, they have actually found it does help them. It helps them to focus um, to it takes away some of that energy, maybe. You know, I was thinking about it. If you're do you remember in school, I was that kid. Maybe I needed a fidget because <laughs> I was the one tapping my pencil. You know, I would just be in, in class 
tapping the pencil and that over would be and over until the teacher said, yeah. Stacy, you need to stop that. And then I would just kind of flip it around or play with it. And then it became doodling on everything I had in front of me to where I had to put those garbage bag covers, you know, mm-hmm. make your own book covers right. so that I could doodle all over. I was a fidgeter. I didn't realize it at the time. And maybe that was mindlessly helping me focus. I don't I don't know. I never had that issue. I'm not trying to say I did, but I remember being fidgety as a kid. Well, and like I said, my two have them basically just for a toy because it's right. kind of the new fad right now. But they each got them for $2. Wow. So, so you can look it up on Amazon. Right, exactly. But since this has been the talk lately and people really are either one side of this or the other, either yes, it's an absolute distraction, no way this is happening in my classroom, or listen, it really helps my kid focus. They're learning better if they're focusing on this little fidget. So I took a little video of Cami kind of demonstrating it, showing everybody what a fidget is, and it really exploded on my Facebook page. I'll read you just a couple of the comments here. Melanie put, oh my gosh, these drive me crazy. And a lot of teachers in my building have banned them already. Karen said, I have one and love it. Matthew said, they have not made their way to to inner city schools yet. And Lisa said, as a person with ADHD and not one made back when I was in school, this would have really helped me focus. So there you go. There's just different aspects. And I think more schools now are finding, okay, we shouldn't just dismiss this. Um, Some schools, I know someone that I work with, um, their school put out a letter and said the kids cannot have these unless you have documentation that they need them. And then in that case, they will be allowed to have them. But what some classrooms are finding, it's becoming a distraction because like your kids, it's just a cool toy. And, you know, we could never bring in the cool toy to school, right? you couldn't unless it was like special show and tell day and you were like in kindergarten, right? I mean, you could never bring the cool toy in. I mean, it just seemed like the teacher was always taking stuff so basically, you. it was a good idea, but I think it's getting out of hand now where it's driving teachers crazy and different well, schools and classrooms. Well, be, beyond driving them crazy, there's a report that came out of Fox in St. Louis that was saying that teachers are saying the kids are focused more on the fidget than they are on their work. So it's distracting. Teachers are seeing that from the perspective you get when you're subbing. But on top of that, they might not be doing their work. They might be focusing more on that fidget, mm-hmm. according to that report that I'd seen. You know, I have a mom who's a school teacher. Um, she retired probably, uh, I don't know, how long has my mom been retired? Five years ago, um, I think it was. She would never have wanted that in her classroom for both the reasons you've talked about. She wouldn't have wanted it because of the fact that it would be distracting to her as she was teaching and the fact that kids wouldn't be focused on their schoolwork. I completely understand that kids who have anxiety issues, I know those on the autism spectrum, they're good for them as well, I'm going to have ADHD. I completely respect the fact that they need to be able to focus the best they can, but where is the line? Because everybody in class is going to want them. And B, my understanding, and have we changed the way we're dealing with this at school, too? My impression was that a lot of these students had IEPs and that you might be taken out of the classroom if you needed to especially focus on something, right? Mm-hmm. So is the fidget replacing an IEP? I highly doubt it. But, I mean, what? It, why are they being used in the way they are right now? What's different now with them than it was 10 years ago and how we were and handling I th- this in the classroom? I think we're going to see more studies. I think we're going to have to. I think 
we're kind of forcing that because so many people are finding, yeah, it does help with some kids and for others it's a distraction. Well, now what do you do? I think they have to look more into this and see if it's actually, I mean, truly helping. If this is, is truly helping a lot of kids out there. I don't know if you knew this. We, I just read this. The woman that actually created those, mm-hmm. she created a spinner years ago. And she shopped it to all the big toy makers and nobody bought it. it. And she had a patent on it. Why did she create it? And I, I'm not sure. I think she expected that it would be a toy. Mm-hmm. Um, she let the patent expire. So now that is why you see all of these different kinds of spinners. Oh and she's out of millions and millions oh of dollars, as you would imagine. Wow. Someone just saw it. Someone just happened to see it and thought, oh, this would be fun. And now, it, you're right, What to your point and to your point, the, the price range is crazy because everybody, there, there's no patent on her Spinners. original spinner. Um, so, yeah, now everybody's in the market and they just kind of exploded. And, you know, you wonder if it'll go the way of... I mean, if they do some studies on this, will this go the way of all those other fad toys that that were out there? I mean, think about when you were in school. Slap bracelets. Slap bracelets. (laughs) That just came to mind. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, For me, it was the Rubik's Cube, which I thought, oh, I can take this to school because it's an educational toy. What? You tried to pull that. (laughs) Stacey, I found out that's not true. And, And what year was that? What years were those? Oh, gosh, in the 80s. And you know what? Rubik's Cube's making its way They're back. back. It's I know. now back in classrooms. I am seeing all these things, you guys, yep. when I'm when I'm subbing in schools. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And now it's they have different rows of Rubik's Cube. It isn't just the traditional three rows. Now I it's know. more. And they're bringing them back into the classroom. Um, I remember, I don't know if Olivia was is too young for this or not, but it was several years ago when kids would bring to school, because I used to <laughs> I used to work as the duty aid in my kids' school when they were in elementary school the what and they a duty aid i was a duty aid no i'm saying when i was in their school as a duty aid i would i know but what's a duty aid (laughs) you don't know what a duty aid is d-u-t-y yeah oh duty aid so (laughs) i was their lunch lady oh it's a glorified term for lunch lady so i was their lunch lady that's better than what i thought it was (laughs) duty aid no i was in charge of their duty (laughs) could have been Depending on the age group. So I would have to be with them at recess and lunch. Okay, it was just yeah. a little gig that I wanted to, sure. you know, suffocate my kids even more. Well, <laughs> you know, can't leave them alone, can I? Yes, I know we have issues there. But anyway, they would bring in these little colorful rubber band bracelets. Oh, yeah. And they the were silly bands. Yes, the yes. silly bands. Silly bands. Yes. And they would trade them and there were arms full of them. They had to get banned. Yes. Do you remember those? Yes, but it started they... out as something so small and they were in different shapes. And then you'd put them on your arm and it right. would just... But it got out of control with kids trading them and wearing them and stealing them. Well, it's the Pokemon card problem. I mean, all of these things that we're talking about. And but here, spinners or these fidgets are supposed to be like I can honestly sit there and say that with the looms or the the silly bands that you're talking about, that's different than what this is supposed to be. And and what? Yeah, it just this is cool and fun to use, but also it's supposed to be really effective. So how do you monitor that? That's what what I mean. I don't know how. I I, I think they're going to have to really show some hard evidence here that this is helping kids focus more. What I will say at our house is I bought them not because I thought that it's going to necessarily help my daughter but what it will help is now that they all have fidgets at school when she's at home 
she's sitting there like breaking all her toys up as she's talking to me or whatever's in her hand. You know, it, it could even be dinner time and she's got a roll in her hand and I'm looking at her and, and she's she just... like shredding it. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Uh. Well, now she's fidgeting. I almost think, well, I don't even think, I know more than usual. She's well, what am I supposed to do with getting like, used to right, it. What am I supposed to do with my right. hands? But how I'm about this? It. Put them in your lap and fold them or use them but to eat your thing, food. But that's the thing, and I'm seeing this differently because I think, <laughs> why are our kids' minds that, I mean, you want an active mind, but right. are our kids' minds too active? that they? Because Logan will do some of the same thing, and I know we've kind of had the discussion at our house. Well, is he showing signs uh, that he would be ADHD prone, or is he just being a little boy? I think... Are these kids' minds are so active because they're bzz, 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 all day long they're exposed to everything screens this that the other like is that maybe in and of itself the reason they're doing small things like that because no Liv doesn't have any of those disorders or concerns and but yet she still has that active right I, I don't know I think I think our kids' brains are just kind of all out of whack I do I kind of do too and I think by doing some of these things we also feed into it yes because she's yep. that kind of well, apparently I need to do something with my hands. Yeah. Well, who told you that? Right. <laughs> like when she t- started telling me about she was upset someone took her fidget. I'm like, well, oh, I was all no one told me about this fidget. Um, who told yeah. you you need to, you know, hold on to things? Are right. you what is going on at school that, you know, you're having trouble? Well, I wasn't, but we all got them. And, yeah. you know, it, it just I think then you tell kids, OK, well, you're fidgety. So you need this. Well, then. All of a sudden, they're fidgety. You know yeah, what I mean? When did fidgety become an p- issue? I mean, like, when did, you know, fidgety, that's that's part of your personality. That's part of your character. Do we have to change it? Okay, maybe if you're dealing with a serious disorder, we need to work on it. But do you need to change it just if you're a little fidgety? I don't think so. That's, like, part of you. I so don't know. would you allow them in school, Stacy and Michaela? Would you allow them? If you're a principal of a school. Oh, boy. You know what? I think I would go with what we just talked about. I, I think I would say yes, but I would need some sort of, it, I think if a parent just said my kid really needs this and they could say she has ADHD or is on the spectrum, I, I would certainly respect that. So you wouldn't ban them altogether? I you wouldn't would ban make them altogether. Exceptions for I would make kids. exceptions okay. to the rule. I think that we make exceptions for a lot of things now, whether it's allergies or, you know, learning issues or any kind of special issues. So I, I would certainly not ban them for everybody. I don't think I'd be able to do that, but I would, I, I, I think they borderline toy. Yeah. Myself. Kayla, what do you think? I would ask for a note, most definitely. And then I would definitely set some hours in the classroom around the fidget for the people who have the notes for it, because you can't tell me that for every single classroom opportunity or activity, they need a fidget. Like, I know some of the stuff that Logan is doing in first grade where he's up and he's moving around and they're, you know, doing, they have something on the whiteboard where they're in there dancing to something, but there's a reason they're doing it. It has to do with, like, reading and some kind of movie they were making, I think, or something like that. You don't need a fidget all the time. I don't care who you are inside a classroom. So I would say I would take a note because I do, like Stacy had just mentioned, I respect the fact that some kids do need them. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you need them all the time. We shouldn't come to rely on them because I think that's where we, when we become, when we rely on things, you know, like as I phones. hold up my cell phone, <laughs> when we rely on things, that's where this becomes an issue and we just feed into it more. So for kids who need it, a note and certain times of the day and then other times of the day, depending on the class. What about no. as an adult? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Really. Um, 
I would say this, just because I've been in the classrooms and I see the distractions that it has caused and it has gotten out of hand, I think it the initial aspect and the initial idea of it was probably to be helpful, but it's gotten out of control and it has become more of a toy. I probably would ban the actual spinners, but Stacy, you had brought up an idea, and I think it may have been off microphone. You, you said one of the fidgets was a balloon full of sand. Yeah, you know, kind and of like I the think, stress ball right. that you make your own stress ball. Yeah. Something like that isn't as distracting, no. and it can still give you something to do with your hands. But I'm telling you, these spinners, they're, they make a little bit of noise. Right. They're constantly spinning. It's a little too much. So you could maybe think of something that isn't quite as distracting, that they can still keep their hands busy and maybe help them focus. But I really think these spinners are out of control. They're out of hand right now. Yeah, and I think you're going to see more adults in, you know, I mean, think about it now. You go into somebody's office and what do you see on their desks? You see maybe the little Zen garden with the little rake. You and Dino you have know, one. We have and one. And that's my favorite thing in your I office. See, people play with it. And <laughs> it's like, yeah. yes, find well, your hyper. Zen, find your <laughs> Zen. So let's find your Zen, right? Yes. I mean, there's all kinds of little things like that. Stress balls. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are more so for stress, but maybe it is because we I have a coloring book in my office with do pencils. You? Yeah, like an adult coloring book. That's right. With... We adult color. We do all of those things. Yeah. A lot of them are stress, but I think some of them are to keep us from fidgeting. And, you know, as you're working, you're sitting there going, okay, what do I need to focus but, on? But I don't have an issue with that because <laughs> if you really are like incubating on an idea, right? Like right. You're at the beginning of a process and that helps focus. I actually can see it in that kind of meeting. If it's a different kind of meeting, I don't see it. I can see it at your desk. But again, it's this is a teaching and a, with kids it's a teaching situation right. it's a learning situation when it's an ideation process right or like you're in that kind of meeting it's different so i actually can see adults maybe using them and needing to use them more well and they're in elementary through high school these fidgets right right now. yeah so it's not just like the little kids that are too antsy it's in the high schools too. But I hope to God that a little kid doesn't have a hundred and fifty dollar fidget that they're making right now. I hope that it's. An I think adult you'd be surprised what some people spend on on things like that. So in twenty thirty years, is your doctor going to have a, a spinner, a fidget spinner, while they're in yeah. oh <laughs> exactly in the office? You know, I'm more old school. I'm just like, you know what? You're in school. Just focus on the teacher, on the lesson throughout different parts of the day. They're actions that are going on right. you don't need that don't fidget need you know just get a creative teacher and there you go 20 Problem 30 solved. years <laughs> it'll be a widget legit i don't know it, it, i'll be confused <laughs> once again this is definitely a fad yeah. these will go away in a little bit and it'll be something new oh yeah know? i'll find it at, in the bottom of her toy there's no doubt this yeah. will go away and then we'll be talking about something else in a few months Memorial Day is right in front of us, ladies. Summer is about to start. And the YMCA of Central Ohio is ready for you to have your best summer ever. Search hashtag best summer ever on social media. You'll probably find out some of the uh, stories behind what they're doing. They have so much in store for everyone this summer, whether it's fishing camp to teen extreme experiences. They're training counselors. There's teen nation. There's so much more. Again, just really the tip of the iceberg of what the YMCA of Central Ohio does for its members and its families. To learn more, just visit their website about all the activities they have this summer, YMCA mcacolumbus.org. Speaking of summer, this is probably the time of the year that moms, we really try to look our best because oh, bathing suits. Yeah. <laughs> so why not look the best we can possibly look? Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, 
He can help you out. He can work wonders. He's awesome. If you need a little tuck here or a little lift there, he can do it. Again, that's Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery. Give him a call at 614-459-0060. On MomCast, we get to talk to different moms. We get to hear about your kids. We talk about our own kids. And, you know, sometimes... I, I know there are parents listening saying, well, not everything is going great at my house. We're facing some issues that maybe you guys haven't addressed yet, um, some that we have. Um, but when you don't know all of the answers, and as a parent, <laughs> that can happen a lot of times when we don't have all the answers or we're frustrated. It's good to know that Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems is here to help adolescent psychiatry ages 12 to 17, healing, hope, and resilience. Um, They are there in those situations where you don't know where to turn. Maybe you need to talk to your doctor and ask them if sequel pomegranate health systems would be right for your child. It's tough being a kid, and sometimes it's tough being a parent. So we are pleased that sequel pomegranate health systems is part of MomCast. SequelPomegranateHealthSystems.com Memorial Day is always a special time at our house because it's right before Logan's birthday. So he turned seven this week. So we're super excited about that. That's kind of kicking off our holiday weekend. How about you, ladies? You know what? I don't even know what we're doing. I don't think that we have big plans. Hmm. I'll be Which a ball I diamond. I don't mind. Yeah. It's, it's really starting to get into the thick of travel ball season. And that's yeah. where it really gets busy for us. Yeah, I, mean, I can like, see that. There's not a part of the year that it isn't busy for us, but this is probably... Prime time. Yeah. I kind of am jealous of Stacy though, because I kind of would like to have no plans just I, to lay back. Yes, and I have to tell you, we just redid our patio or our deck. And by we, I say me. I kind of... You know, do you know <laughs> I how... I saw that picture. Yeah, I do didn't. you know how you, <laughs> you like... a picture. You know, you... Okay, I want to do this, and your husband, oh, no, no, I can do it. Or, you know, I'm going to call somebody. No, how dare you call somebody? I can do it. That's my hubby. So um, finally got the deck. You saw the picture. I saw it was the like picture. disgusting, oh. the deck. Actually, I was thinking, why have you not invited us out there? It looks beautiful. <laughs> it is a beautiful spot now. And yeah. I'm so excited. It's like a little piece of heaven for me. So um, Liv can't really be out there because she has allergies really bad. Mm. And there's trees in the backyard. And Jeff doesn't really like it, so it's like my mom place. Oh, I'm looking it's just, at it right now. I it's pulled just it up. My oh, mom it does place look great. It does right look now. great. So well, yeah, just enjoy that. I'm excited. Then. Yeah, so and whatever everyone else does on Memorial Day weekend and beyond, make it a great one. Relax and enjoy. And most importantly, make sure you listen to Momcast. Heck, listen to a couple different episodes. There's so many to choose from. More than a year's worth now. <laughs> 